the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Tonight's Andrea K. Show. Always glad to have you here with me, and I really appreciate the time that you guys give me every night here on the Andrea K. Show. I am Dynamite in a Dress, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy. And I got to tell y'all, the fireworks, it went off today around the country when Trump announced that he was going to sign an executive order to end the birthright citizenship. One week before the elections, do y'all think that he was... um, Crazy like a fox or just plain good old-fashioned crazy to be doing such a thing, to be making such an announcement. I would love to hear from you guys. 888-344-1170 if you would like to chime in on that uh, or anything really that you, you want to make mention of tonight as we are one week going into the midterms. And the Nostradamus, as we are one week from the midterms, i got to tell you all the Nostradamus. As in uh, DJ Carrot Sticks may not know who that is, but he was like a, a predictor, a seer, if you will. Uh, although he predicted that California would fall off into the ocean. But anyway, the Nostradamus of politics and political um, uh, predictions will be here, Gerard Lamero. And then later on in the show, we've got a, a story about that every parent out there, I think it actually, I think it affects all Americans in terms of big tech. And how far they've gone and how they are preying on our children. Um, but joining me as always to make sure that we can bring you all those topics and all our great guests and get your calls through to me, should you be so inclined as to call in, is none other than DJ Carrot Sticks. Hey, does anyone want Carrot Sticks? Get him out of here. I know who Notre Dame is. He it's... had the hunchback, right? And he said, sanctuary, sanctuary. <laughs> no, you... <laughs> No, you clearly don't know because that it, it's Nostradamus, not Notre Dame, you <laughs> Cooper. Oh, I just got your little sad little joke. But um, baby, stick to working the phones. And Sanctuary. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm glad we're we're having a laugh because uh, you know I am in a surprisingly good mood tonight. I think it's because Trump. I think it was a stroke of genius for Trump to uh, redirect people's attention, change the the narrative back to an incredibly important, in fact, the most important ele- uh, election issue in the 2016 general election. Chanted more at Trump rallies around the country than "lock her up" was "build the wall." As we've been talking about, as many people have been talking about Blexit and the peeling off of a variety of different identity groups from the Democrat Party, the the black vote started peeling off in 2014 before Trump because of the incursion, the influx of illegals at the time in 2014 with the unaccompanied minors. Remember that whole thing? And they ended up being not mostly not unaccompanied minors. 
No, th- that that was a falsehood. Um, but uh, immigration is still a huge issue for Americans. And it was one of the main reasons why Trump broke down that blue wall. I do want to start the show, though, before we get into that and say that um, prayers continued uh, tonight for those affected. All the ones, uh, the um, horrific attack at Pittsburgh resulting in 11 lives lost due to hate. And um, to the 35,000 people that supposedly signed that they did not want President Trump to to come to Pittsburgh, there's a lot more people in that town than you. This country does not revolve around you and and whether or not you want President Trump uh, to come to Pittsburgh. Hat tip to him for going to Pittsburgh and showing love on behalf of America for the lives that were lost there. Um, I I think I'll wait for another day in in which to discuss hate crimes legislation because that's something I know that charges will be filed under hate crimes legislation. I've never been a fan of that because I think that every life lost, particularly uh, to murder, is precious and equally precious. And so anyway, um, thoughts and prayers tonight for everybody in Pittsburgh. Um, So immigration. Okay, so President Trump comes out today, and actually, today was not the first day that President Trump talked about birthright citizenship. It was something that he talked about on the campaign trail. But conventional wisdom is that once a policy is in place, once a policy has been hijacked by the left to use to push their agenda, you're never allowed to revisit it. You're never allowed to turn it around. Once an entitlement gets ingrained into the culture of America— then it can never be reversed. Government only grows. Its power only grows. And the left is all about, with the help of of many in the Republican Party, the left is all about expanding its power by expanding the dependency class and those that need entitlement. And they absconded, in my opinion. And by the way, uh, you um, uh, you know, unlike many other people, I am not going to pretend that I am a constitutional expert by any means. I'm not even a comma J.D., But I can rely on other people who are. And it is not absolute that the 14th Amendment grants anybody who crosses the border into this country and, you know, gives birth to a child, that that child is automatically a citizen of the United States. Hat tip to Tom DelBacaro, who's been a guest on on the Andrea K. Show many times, who, uh, among many things, uh, is an actual attorney. And um, he says that there's many gray areas in the Constitution. He thinks it was intentional on the part of the founders. Here's what the 14th Amendment says. All persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and of the state wherein they reside. The key phrase there is jurisdiction. In fact, he goes on to explain that Senator Lyman Trumbull, a key figure in the drafting and adoption of the 14th Amendment stated that the subject to the jurisdiction of the United States means to the complete jurisdiction, uh, not owing allegiance to anybody else. So you cannot tell me that somebody who's coming here, who's a citizen of another country, is not owing allegiance to that country. In fact, when you look at that caravan on its way here, they're burning the American flag and they're trotting their own flag in here. We all know, and we've and in interviews that have been done with the people in this eva- invasion on its way here, are bragging about the fact that their plan is to come here, make some money, and send it back to their home country. That's a huge factor of what goes on here. We know that we've got American citizens and students that can't wear a flag on a T-shirt because it might upset somebody who's in this country illegally. We we they can't wear a flag and, and celebrate this country, but we got schools celebrating Cinco de Mayo. So don't tell me that this is not an issue in terms of owing allegiance to anybody. They, uh, Tom and I posted uh, this from Tom DeBacar on my Facebook page. 
It goes on to say that um, that uh, the language of the jurisdiction clause in the floor of the Senate contended that it should be construed to mean a full and complete jurisdiction, the same jurisdiction and extent and quality as applies to every citizen of the United States now. And the example that was used is children of Indians who still belonged to the tribal relation and hence owed allegiance to another sovereign would not qualify for citizenship under the clause. So absolutely, as I read this, absolutely President Trump, and, and, and if not President Trump, Congress clearly has a right. And in fact, not a right to overturn it. This should not be happening in this country. As I read that, absolutely, they should have never been granted birthright, birthright citizenship. So clearly, President Trump could put an end to this as I read it. So he needs to do that. He needs to file for it. Of course, it's going to end up in the courts. But we've got, this is a bigger problem. I can remember a few years ago, and I didn't have time to research it today. I think it was either Dateline NBC, maybe. It wasn't 48 Hours Mysteries. One of these news outlets that typically does liberal stories, by the way, that showed birthing houses in Orange County, California. It is an entire industry of people sending, getting visas and coming here. And there's organizations and people that pay them to do this coming here specifically to take advantage of the birthright citizenship. This is a method of stealing that is so egregious to me. And that's what it is. It is stealing. It is using an unborn child to steal something. And what are they stealing? They're stealing a whole lot of taxpayer benefits from education, from health care. And oh, by the way, this whole thing, President Trump, well, uh, well, Medi-Cal or Medicaid doesn't go to cover non-citizens. That's crap. You go into a hospital and they are going to, they're going to pay. In fact, um, there's an, uh, many details regarding this are in an article in Washington Examiner, which details the fact that no, they're not supposed to get health care, but they do. If they go to uh, Medicaid, will pay for delivery in almost all cases if the mother is uninsured or has low income. And on top of it, they will continue to pay for postpartum care for at least a few months. But if you don't believe me, so if you're thinking I'm heartless right now and thinking that these people are stealing and they're being unfairly rewarded with taxpayers' benefits, then listen to this familiar voice. If making it easy to be an illegal alien isn't enough, how about offering a reward for being an illegal immigrant? No no sane country would do that. Right? Guess again. If you break our laws by entering this country without permission and give birth to a child, we reward that child with U.S. citizenship and guarantee of full access to all public and social services this society provides. And that's a lot of services. Yeah, it's a lot more services than taxpaying American citizens' kids get. Illegals get to come in here and they get to have in-state tuition when an American citizen, if they want to go to a school here in California, has to pay more. So we are giving preferential treatment to people who are breaking our laws. Hardworking Americans are breaking their backs to try to pay for their own kids, to try to pay for college, for everything that these illegal kids are getting for free. It's absolutely outrageous. This Washington Examiner article dated October 9th, shock report, it says, U.S. paying more for illegal immigrant births than Trump's wall. In uh, 2014 alone, there were 297,000 children born, and it cost $2.4 billion. 
The Center for Immigration Studies put a price on the likely Medicaid bill for childbirth and early care to illegal and legal immigrants combined at $5.3 billion. On top of it, the numbers, one in five births in the United States is to an immigrant, 791,000. The near 300,000 born to illegals is a population the size of Cincinnati. This is an incredibly, and on top of it, there's an assimilation problem because if you look at an area like L.A., where you've got large parts of of, of these illegals in one area together, we've got an assimilation problem which is a whole other cultural and societal problem on top of the economic one. And then I haven't even gotten into the fact that with the sanctuary state situation and what's going on with them getting on top of economic preferential treatment, then they're getting uh, preferential treatment in the, in the form of criminal law-breaking. They go drive drunk. It gets downgraded so that they don't get deported. It's absolutely outrageous. I'm glad President Trump talked about it one week before the midterms because it's a reminder to the American people who voted for him in the first place why we need the wall, why the scourge of an influx and this invasion of illegals coming into our country is an absolute abomination that needs to be stopped. And you know what? It may be something that helps usher in a red wave. Stay tuned because coming back, we got Gerard Lomero. And he says he's got a prediction that some people say might be a little too bold. In fact, Rush Limbaugh was talking about it today. Stay tuned, more Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K., spelled K A Y E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea K. here, recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley, is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. You know we're on FM 96.1 in North County and AM 1170 in San Diego, but how'd we do it? Here's our chief engineer to tell you how we made it happen. Actually, getting the signal up there isn't that difficult because of the Nautel VS300 transmitter, and then at the translator side, it's decoded up to two four-element crossed. Well, however we made the rotating rotator rotate, it works. And you can now hear The Answer San Diego on FM 96.1 in North County and AM 1170 in San Diego. And it's just as simple as that. Attorney Paul Hanks at the Santee Legal Center is ready to serve your estate planning needs with a powerful and ironclad living trust package. A comprehensive living trust avoids probate, protects your beneficiaries, and saves time and money. The process to obtain a living trust package should be simple and affordable. Do not be misled into thinking a high price means a better living trust. Attorney Paul Hanks at the Santee Legal Center will perform a free, personalized evaluation of your estate and match you with the correct living trust package at a great price, backed by a low price guarantee. You've worked hard to acquire a home and build wealth over the years, and now is your time to protect and preserve your estate. 
The last thing you want your heirs to deal with is a costly and prolonged probate proceeding after you've passed away. A living trust is the optimum estate planning tool and will bring you peace of mind. Go to SanteeLegalCenter.com for more information or email radio at SanteeLegalCenter.com. Do it today and rest easy tomorrow. That's SanteeLegalCenter.com. This is Jennifer Horn for the Salem Radio Network. The Democrats resorted to extreme measures to defeat Justice Kavanaugh. Even though they lost, they apparently have no shame or intention of changing their ugly tactics. Republican Senator Susan Collins was first bribed, then vilified and threatened for supporting him. Why the ugliness? As we look to the election, Democrats are terrified they may lose government support for their ardent supporter, Planned Parenthood. They justify it as, quote, protecting women's health, but it's really about money and power. They didn't mind risking the health of Dr. Christine Ford, their star anti-Kavanaugh witness. After losing in 2016 and failing to stop this Supreme Court nominee, the behavior of the left has turned radical and dangerous. It ought not be rewarded. Join me in voting Republican on November the 6th. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. California is a mess. High taxes, crime, and the homeless problem out of control. Cost of living through the roof. Now, more than ever, we need the golden ticket. Vote for change. Vote for John Cox for governor. Stephen Bailey, attorney general. Mark Moisier, secretary of state. And Constantinos Roditas, controller. Make California golden again. Vote the golden ticket November 6th. Paid for by Tea Party California Caucus, not authorized by candidate or candidate's committee. FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. That was interesting bumper music. I wasn't sure if that was the tail end of a commercial or what was going on there. DJ Garrett Stinks is a little sad sack. It wasn't quite as upbeat as we need to have from my man, Gerard Lamero. Hey, Gerard, welcome back to the show. All right. Okay, okay, that's a little bit better. All right. Hey, Gerard. Where's Gerard? Oh, there you are. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know what was going on. I mean, after Rush Limbaugh was extolling your virtues today, I thought maybe you might be too big to be on my little show now, no, Gerard Lamero. Oh, you've got a fantastic show. I love it. Okay, good. Well, you know, I think people were loving, if not a little skeptical, of your predictions, which is what, one of the reasons why Rush Limbaugh read your blog post uh, today on the air. And I got to tell you, I was listening to him even before he started talking to your name, and I was like, I know Gerard. That's my buddy. <laughs> So he was reading that you, um, and I teased you out at, at the top of the show as the Nostradamus of uh, politics. You are, uh, your predictions, before you get into exactly what they are right now, one week into the midterms, you are the most um, uh, accurate of any of the analysts when it comes to predictions of elections, yes? I'm about 90% accurate, um, and so my track record's pretty good. Yeah, I would say 90% is pretty good. Ninety percent of of a uh, of a cake is a lot of cake, in my opinion, and that's kind of how I measure things. All right, so you have said um, because most people that I've been talking to or listening to say they feel pretty confident that we're going to win the Senate, 
they're not really sure about the House, in part because we've got a lot of racists down here in uh, Southern California. Forty-five, actually, 45 Republicans have decided to not run for re-election to give up their seats. And we've got uh, the, the, an issue with that possibly brewing here in San Diego. So the House seems to be what most people are worried about. But you said no. You said we got a red wave coming. Explain yourself. Absolutely. You know, uh, starting back in November of last year, December, they were talking about a, a blue wave. And I thought, where's their data? This is like dreaming. And <laughs> they were dreaming back then. And I wrote an article and said, there's no, no blue wave. We're going to see a red wave. And, you know, since then, it's been growing. And believe it or not, the Brett Kavanaugh hearings really gave it another little boost. And then uh, the caravan uh, crisis uh, that's still ongoing uh, has given it another uh, mini boost. And so we're moving in that direction. Uh, We have uh, we're going to keep the House. And I'll tell you, the Senate is looking like we may hit 60 where I figure right now it's a, a given we'll have 58 seats in the Senate. And we may have 60 before this is all over. So you didn't see that the um, bomb, I, I, I hate to call them bombs because none of them detonated and there's still some some questions as to whether or not they were actual bombs or whether or not they were hoaxes. But the, the male bomber terrorist dude, uh, the, you well, know, I mean, it's, I it seemed know, as though, is, go ahead. I was going to say the guy is some sort of nut. I don't know if he's really a Republican or really a Democrat, but I don't know of any Republicans that make bombs and send them to Democrats or send them to anybody. I mean, this guy is a, is a strange character and, and that, and I don't think anybody uh, think that that's uh, because of Donald Trump, because Donald Trump said, oh, fake news, you know, the media has been telling some uh, whoppers with their fake news stories. Uh, that's that's ridiculous to blame Trump and also to think that it would affect the election because people are fired up and turned on. But what they're turned on for is because they want conservative policies, conservative principles. They want to protect the border and they don't want to lose their tax cuts. And you know what? Optimism among consumers is as high as it's been in, gosh, I don't know how many years. And and that's how people feel. They feel good. And when they see the Democratic Party, they feel bad. You have the, the walk away movement. You have the red pill movement. you got the Great Awakening movement. And, and you also uh, got the Blexit uh, movement, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, you know, moving away from the the you know, blacks moving away from the Democratic Party. So what's yeah. Um, I, I, some people were concerned and President Trump was concerned himself. He tweeted out. He said, gosh, we were getting some momentum going here until this mail bomber dude sh- showed up because President Trump was doing a great job with uh, he's such an amazing branding expert. And he was out there giving the rallies saying mobs, not jobs. The Republicans produce jobs. The left produces mobs. And there were many people that felt as like with this bomber, him being what was automatically the narrative was that he was a Republican and a conservative, that now it's not only equal in terms of hate and, and violence and threats of violence. It's actually worse on the part of Republicans, even though it's not because, you know, Steve Scalise was fighting for his life. But I still think that President Trump needs to be given that message in the next week because it's true. Because let's say this dude was a Republican. Let's say he was a conservative compared to everything and all the hate-filled rhetoric 
and the inciting of violence, going back to President Obama when he first took office, he immediately, one of the first things Obama did was was to start the division and the fanning of flames by saying, accusing, falsely accusing a Boston police officer of being racist, saying if I had a son, he would look like Trayvon, the false narratives of hands up, don't shoot. All of that meant calling America racist. All of that did, did a lot. And then we had that Baltimore mayor telling the, saying that the looters and the rioters and the violent people needed to have a safe space to riot. I mean, you know, on and on and on and on and on. And then, you know, then the last two years, everything that we've had with Trump, I would like to think that the voters know really who is the party of violence. It was the Democrat Party that, that have been chasing and screaming and harassing people out of restaurants. It's been the Democrat Party officials that have been calling for violence and mobs. It's been the Democrats. It was a Democrat who shot up a bunch of Republicans on a ballpark, right? Absolutely. You know what? The only way the Democrats can win anything is if enough uh, voters in a particular district are absolutely turned off of the news and know nothing about what's going on. Because anybody who's got their eyes open uh, and has uh, a, a fair amount or a little amount of common sense will see the truth. And I think that's what's happened around the country. And I no longer think uh, people believe the Democratic Party or the old mainstream media. I call them old mainstream media because their business models are broken. They're laying off people and people are no they're losing listeners and viewers, and they're no longer got the ear and the mind of the typical American voter. Right. They've gotten to where they're, I don't, do you remember Air America? Gerard. Sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> a lot of people might not remember Air America because it, it they they were trying to be um because it had no no listeners. Um it you know, people like Janine Garofalo had shows. I mean it was it was a train wreck. And they and it's because there was no charm, no charisma, no lightheartedness. It was nothing but hate and misery on the airwaves. And that's really what's happened with CNN and MSNBC and all the rest of them. I mean, they, when, when you have no intellectual honesty, when you have no intellectual integrity, when you have no kindness of your heart, when you have nothing to offer but hate, um, you, you're going to be a turnoff. And I think that that's where they are. In fact, CNN's and MSNBC's ratings have been abysmal. But the one issue that I think that the left seems like they might have gotten a foothold in in the past few weeks is on health care. The Republican Party did not repeal and replace like they needed to and like they promised that they would. Uh, the issue of pre-existing conditions. The left has done a good job in slowly converting Americans, even some conservatives, into thinking that, that government uh, should uh, take over private enterprise in which healthcare and medical services are. And, you know, the, the left might have, uh, you know, an inroad there with the push for Medicare no, for all. You don't I, agree? I, I disagree. Uh, the health care is not uh, a main issue. It's a tangential issue. It, it, it picks up a few votes here and there, but actually relative to the other main issues that the, the country is concerned about, it is down close to the bottom. Mm. And I know some of the pollsters have been pushing it. And, you know, their push polls sometimes work, but most people today don't even believe the polls. And, and I don't think they should because the polls, you know, I, I was reading one poll today, and it's like, oh, Democrats, they're walking away with the House. And I think, what are they smoking, you know? <laughs> <laughs> they must I mean, be in no. Colorado. <laughs> yes, well, I wonder where they are. But, but, but you know, the, the facts are the Democratic Party is out of touch with reality and also, importantly, with the American voter. Now, they're going to get some people who don't think, who don't watch the news, 
who actually listen to the main, the old mainstream media. There are a few people doing that, and that's why the elections uh, give them some votes. But let's face it, they've lost, what, 1,200 seats in different parts of the country, federal, state, local, mm-hmm. uh, in the last uh, 10 years, 1,200 seats. That's a lot. They're at the lowest since the 1920s, and they haven't been able to pick up from that. The Democratic Party is on the way out of business. And in my current book, More Great News for America, I predict the end of the Democratic Party completely. Not just they're going to change their name. They're going to shut down and, you know, basically shut down the, the, the front door, put a lock on the door, and then uh, somebody else will rent the, rent the office space. I really think they're closing up because I look at all the key factors you need to have a successful political party. And the downtrend, you know these lines you have like in sales, you mm-hmm. want sales to go up and to the right? Yeah. Well, their their lines are down and to the bottom, you know? <laughs> and they're, they're looking terrible. And I, you know, I think as early as next year, because they're going to be given another devastating loss in eight, eight, 2018 this year, another week from now. Well, I, I think the, the party may shut down next year. It may take a few more years before they give up. They've got a couple of rich you know, billionaires supporting them. Yeah. But without those billionaires, they'd probably shut down even sooner. Well, Gerard Lamero, you're always here making the bold predictions. I cannot wait for you to be right. And that we will find out for sure next Tuesday night. Gerard Lamero, thank you so much for being here. And your website Great real quick. Great with you. Your website Great. real quick. GreatNewsForAmerica.com. All right. Now stay tuned because we got more Andrea K. Show coming up. And I know we had a couple of callers. We're going to have a little bit more time to take your calls a little bit later in the show. 888-344-1170. But come on back because we've got another great segment coming up about how big tech is preying on our children. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Arias offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. I guess that sound can only mean that Halloween is right around the corner. And while Charlie is out looking for this year's costume, the boys have some spooktacular savings on all of your favorite cigars and pipe tobacco. And if you need any accessories, Liberty Tobacco is the place to get those too. There have been some great turnouts to watch the college and pro football games in store on game days. So next time you finish the yard work early, swing by one of Liberty Tobacco's two locations and pick up your favorite stick or ask for a recommendation. The whole team at Liberty Tobacco can help you make the right choice choice then stick around and watch the games on one of liberty tobacco's big screen tvs 
Remember, Liberty Tobacco has been around since 1975 and has two convenient locations. They're at 7341 Claremont Mesa Boulevard next to Ethan Allen Furniture and in the Flower Hill Mall off of Via Della Valle in Del Mar. Stop by and pick up a couple of sticks for this weekend and tell your significant other that Andrea said it was okay. (laughs) Don't you wish you could choose your own monthly mortgage payments? If you're 62 years or older and have sufficient equity or own your home free and clear, a reverse mortgage loan may be the most powerful tool for your financial planning. With your current mortgage, in case of any emergencies or business opportunities, you may not be in the best financial position to make a move. With a reverse mortgage, eliminate your mortgage payments and receive cash or a large line of credit. With a bigger down payment, you can even purchase a home with a reverse mortgage, which is much easier to qualify for since there are no mortgage payments. Sometimes you can even qualify with just your social security income. To learn more, visit our website at aramco.biz where you can ask questions, request more information, or sign up for our next workshop. Call Aramco at 866-600-1130. That's 866-600-1130 or visit aramco.biz. Aramco, purchase, refinance, reverse. Deary 01853626, NMLS 27716. Not all borrowers qualify. Individuals and businesses with tax problems. Listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, U.S. Tax Shield can help you take back control. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Our team of tax attorneys can stop collections and get you protected. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the BBB, so call 800-466-9625. U.S. Tax Shield, 800-466-9625. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-501-3689 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-501-3689 for your free author submission kit. Again, 800-501-3689. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not eating that sad little cookie that DJ Carrot Sticks tried to re gift me on today that he got from the fire drill. Shame on yourself. Do I re gift like, like fake Cheez Its on you, man? No, but I just thought, you know, I got the cookie and I didn't want it. And I thought I'll save it for Andrea. Well, that was sweet. I'll, t- I'll take any sweets, even if they're re-gifted, my friend. All right. Um, so last night we were talking about uh, flag football and how people were, there's a movement to, to for kids under 14 instead of tackling to do flag football and be out of concern for them and their health, obviously, physical reasons. And I was saying, you know what, I think there's other ways in which kids might be more under threat right now in terms of at least their their mental and their emotional and even their physical well-being, and that's from Big Tech. Joining me now to discuss this issue is uh, Dr. Robert Epstein. They've got a new, he and uh, Matt Taylor have a new documentary. I can't talk tonight. I should have eaten DJ, DJ Carrot Sticks Cookie. They've got a documentary film out called The Creepy Line, which you can uh, get on Amazon Prime and iTunes, and it talks about how big tech is preying on our kids. We know so much about big tech and what they've done to shut down certain you know political views and people that they don't like, but I had no idea the extent that they were preying on our children. Dr. Robert Epstein joins me to discuss this. Hi, doctor. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. 
Hi, Andrew. Nice to, nice to meet you. You too. Okay, so um, how are they, and it has, I guess it has to do, they're preying on our kids. I guess it's, it has to do with data mining. How are they data mining and why? I'm, I swear to you, I'm going to answer that question, and you're going to be very, very intrigued and, and uh, probably disturbed by my answer. But first, I have to tell you that the main reason I'm coming on your show right now is because this documentary is having a one-day premiere in San Diego on Thursday evening in Hillcrest at, at the Landmark Theater. And I will be there personally to answer questions at the end of this. And I, I, you know, there's been a, there was a one day premiere in Washington, D.C. I was sitting way in the back, surrounded by Secret Service, and there was one of the Trump family sitting right next to me. And uh, it had a one day premiere in New York that was sold out. And so the point is, we're having a one day premiere here on Thursday, and I would really encourage people to come. So oh, now, heck yeah, okay. I did not know that. So thank you yeah, for coming yeah. on tonight. This is amazing. So, and Landmark sure. is a great theater. All y'all got to do is Google it, and uh, you can find out where it is in Hillcrest. What do they need to do to get a seat to make sure? Is it just like, do need to make a reservation or just buy, buy a ticket like anybody else? It would be best, yes, to make a reservation because it's a, it's a, you know, it's a luxury theater, so it only has about 100 seats. And uh, I know at the moment there's still some uh, left open. So I would encourage people to, uh, to go online. Uh, you can go to the, the com is one place to get information. Uh, you can, and you want to get to the San Diego premiere. Or you can, you know, con- obviously you can contact the, the Landmark Theater mm-hmm. there in Hillcrest. But I will be there. I will be there. And uh, this is exciting stuff. Yesterday I was up in L.A. I was interviewed by 20 reporters uh, from what's the organization that has the Golden Globes? Oh, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Oh. And, and, and I was interviewed by 20 reporters. I'm not kidding. I've never had that happen before. And right before they interviewed me, they were interviewing Nicole Kidman for, for her new movie called Boyer Race. But they were interviewing me wow. because of this film. Wow. Okay, that tells me that you are really getting into something serious here, that there, yes, there yes. are some real serious threats going on, threats to our children. You know, it used to be that when the Internet came about, that the greatest thing that parents and, and others had to be concerned about with kids was creepy old dudes, and that all they really needed to be concerned about is just maintain protecting their kids in terms of who they were communicating with. But now it's the service providers and these social media and the big tech companies themselves preying on our kids. I need you to explain that. Sure. Well, uh, you know, it's uh, creepy old dudes. Uh, that's, that's, that's scary. I'm a father of five. So, you know, I can tell you that's scary. Uh, fake news stories, you know, that's kind of disturbing, but you know, the real big threats are the threats you can't see. Mm. And those are the threats for all of us and especially for our children. And uh, that's what I've been studying now for almost six years. And I've done lots of controlled experiments. And um, I can tell you that the more I have learned about this, the more and more and more uh, concerned I have become because the biggest threats of all are these platforms themselves, the biggest one being Google and the second biggest being Facebook. And they are impacting us and our kids, especially our kids in ways that people cannot see. And you can't defend yourself uh, against something if you can't see it. And that's what's happening. And and I can give you all details and details and details that you'll find absolutely extraordinary, as indeed I have in my research. Well, can you give me at least one or two examples? Well, sure. Okay. 
here's a here's a simple example. This was this was actually my first discovery that uh, was published about five years ago. Uh, it turns out that when one candidate or one cause or one product or whatever it might be. So imagine what your kids might be searching for online, let's say using Google, that if, 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 if some particular item, whatever it may be, is favored in search rankings, in other words, if Google pushes it up high to the top of search rankings and something else is lower down, people tend to believe what's at the top more than they believe what's lower. So this not only affects purchases, it affects how people vote. It affects what they believe. It affects attitudes. I mean, opinions, thinking, everything is affected by this. And the effect is so large. Let me, let me just tell you, when I first uh, did my first experiment on this, which was more, um, almost six years ago, I thought I could shift opinions by maybe 2 or 3%, and I thought that would be a big deal. Do you know, do you know how far opinions shifted in that first experiment I did? by 48%. Yeah. That's in one search. That's how much people trust search results because people think search results must be objective somehow because they're generated by a computer. Mm-hmm. People don't, don't really question them. And uh, so it's, it's, it's everybody who's affected by them. And people can't see when there's favoritism in search results. They can't see that, you know, one particular product or or one cause or one candidate is being favored over another. It's invisible to people. Well, you can. So I, about, it's, it's something I say yeah. all the time: control the message, and you control minds. If you control minds, you can control the outcome of elections. And we all know, what, like in 2016, for example, if you Googled Hillary Clinton, you know the, uh, the you know Google suppressed any negative news stories about her. And you know, there's been times I've tried to Google a particular story and couldn't find anything on it. And I know it's because uh, Google was suppressing it. So, what else are we going to hear in the movie that w- might shock us or that we might not know that that's going on there? And, ha- and particularly, is it well, to all of us, but children in particular. Well, there's a lot of stuff. One is the censorship issue, which in the movie is really explored beautifully, where you basically, you know, you actually get to understand the power, the enormous power that that Google has, and to a lesser extent, Facebook, to just suppress certain points of view. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we keep hearing day by day, oh, well, now they're cutting off, you know, 800 more uh, you know, Facebook accounts, or now they're cutting off this or cutting off that. Or, of course, what Google does is they eliminate news items. Mm. And again, if something is eliminated, you can't see that. And in fact, it's not even there for you to discuss because it's been removed. Yeah. And so um, I published a big piece uh, in U.S. News and World Report uh, not long ago called The New Censorship. And I looked at uh, nine different kinds of censorship that Google practices. Uh, and it's just frightening as can be because these companies are not regulated at all. They can do whatever they want. And so they're, they're a much, much, much bigger threat than any of the usual threats, you know, that kind of make the headlines. Well, it's interesting because, you know, I, I, I'm an anti-regulation gal. I'm, a, I'm about free enterprise, and I'm not really sure that I like the idea of government coming in in any way in terms of regulation of speech. I, I'm, and that's something that I've been pondering is what, what could help this because, you know, really when people first joined up on Facebook like myself, I mean, it used to be just a scroll, 
of, you know, comments right. by people. And then they started with these algorithms. Then it began to, about managing the flow of information. I wish that they would just let it be what it's supposed to be, which is a free flow of information, not them deciding what should be, you know, because we've got, you know, um, like Pastor Brunson was taken off of Twitter. His account was suspended. Meanwhile, we've got Hamas accounts left up on Twitter. I, so I'm squeamish over the regulation part. Um, just because, I mean, it, once we go down that road, you know, it's it, it can leave us open to the wrong people in government, men basically deciding what other men and, and, and humans need to hear. So I'm not sure that regulation is the answer. I think maybe it's just people getting exposed to what's happening out there and then choosing whether or not they want to continue to, you know, use these services. And we've got a minute left. What Do you reach a conclusion as to what should happen in, in your oh, movie. yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, for me, the solution is not regulation because regulation will never be able to keep up with these companies. These companies move too fast and regulation and law move too slowly. The solution, in my opinion, is monitoring. And I set up the first ever system for monitoring Google back in 2016. I'm now working with people on three continents uh, to build big systems to monitor these companies. And when you monitor, then you can actually see what they're showing our kids and what they're showing us, and you can study that. And if they're screwing around with us, excuse my language, but you can report it to the appropriate authorities or to media, and you will, for the first time, make these companies accountable to the public. At the moment, they're not. No. I, I, I'm i going to try to get there if I can because everybody, if you're in San Diego, uh, come out Thursday night as the screening for the movie The Creepy Line at Landmark Theaters. Uh, you, This is Dr. Robert Epstein who's on the phone with me right now. and the, But they can also see the movie at Amazon Prime and iTunes as well if they're listening and they're not in San Diego. Correct. Right. But if they come, I will be there at the end to answer people's questions. So please do come on Thursday. I guarantee you, you will love the film. I mean, I and I'm not I didn't make the film. I was just interviewed for it. But my wife loved the film. So believe me, you're going to love this film. It's amazing. Uh, well, thank you for thank you for being a part of the movie and bringing it to our attention and for all the work you're doing uh, to bring. The, this is a hugely important issue. Dr. Robert Epstein, thank you for being here. Thanks, Andrea. All right. Now, stay tuned. we got more Andrea K. Show coming up on the other side. Huge story having to do with the Second Amendment. So don't go anywhere. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney, Rod Hatley, is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. I am retired Judge Stephen Bailey, and I am running for California Attorney General. 
California faces extraordinary challenges. Our kids and grandkids are being victimized by increased violent crime. Our veterans and elderly are also under attack. But this November, we can do something. Vote to elect me as your next Attorney General. I have been endorsed by law enforcement and ask for your support also. Judge Stephen Bailey for California Attorney General. I'm Judge Stephen Bailey, and I approve this message. Most solar companies try to sell you a leased solar system. The owner of your system, the solar company, keeps your 30% federal tax credit, and they don't pass the refund back to you. In fact, their prices remain just as high. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. Most lease systems are too small, so you're still paying the power company and your lease every month. When you own it, you get to use a 30% tax credit. Keegan Electric Solar is a veteran-owned company with an A-plus rating with the BBB. When you call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376, you deal with me directly. From start to finish, a licensed electrical contractor. Don't allow these large solar companies to keep your tax break. I'm offering a $2,000 off electrical panel upgrade or a $2,000 credit towards a purchase of your system. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today. Alvin, can I tell you a story? Yeah. Okay, a long time ago in a kingdom far away, a certain caveman named Donald stood up to a bunch of toxic swamp creatures and helped his fellow cavemen take their government back. Yay! It's incredible. And with my friend Tim Raglan, we tell the story. It's based on a true story of this noble caveman who defeats a group, a bipartisan group of cowardly swamp creatures. It's called Donald Drains the Swamp. Get your copy of this book by Eric Metaxas and Tim Raglan today at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K show on the answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. All right. So uh, last night we were discussing the young black leaders uh, summit that happened in DC over the weekend. And the left is beside themselves. How could possibly could it be that all these hundreds of young black great minds, great Americans were actually there happy to be around President Trump and wearing the Make America Great hat? How in the world were they possibly going to lure them back and get them back in the fold, right? Well, we got, I, I was wondering, I mean, we know that the left really didn't have anything to offer these midterms, but particularly what are they going to do with this group? They're one of their most precious voting blocks that they've taken for granted. Well, the answer came today. It was on Twitter. And I saw that this gal, gorgeous African-American gal, Melissa A., her Twitter is at the right Melissa. It's Twitter Tuesday. So she's got a video out there. I want to play a little clip of it uh, because she got something in the mail from the Democrat Party uh, that was supposed to lure her back. And she was quite offended by it. If making it easy to be an illegal alien isn't... Wait, wrong clip. This is where I need a DJ carrot stick. So this is what I just got in the mail. It says, why should you, why should we bother to vote? And then it has a couple of black people on there. So you know it's being directed at black people. And then on the back, it says, vote for us because, wait for it. The white boogeyman's going to come get you. Yeah. She holds up a, a flyer and a lot of money went into this flyer, this mailer that was sent out to black Americans. And what what's and she goes on to say there was no message on jobs, no message on poverty, crime, none of the issues that are plaguing the black community. Their whole pitch, their sales pitch 
to, to black America is that whitey is coming to get you. It's racism. It's absolutely, and this is, and this is the people that have been going around, the party has been going around for weeks saying that it is the Republicans that are evil. The Republican rhetoric is nasty. The Republican rhetoric is hate-filled. Their entire campaign to black people right now is racist about white America, not offering anything. And you know what? When they have nothing to offer, no wonder they got so many black Americans leaving. Hashtag Blexit. And yeah, I know that Kanye tweeted out today he was done with, with politics. Well, you know what? This is so much bigger than you, Kanye. This ain't about you anymore, Kanye. I'm going to go to the phones real quick because this show is really about you all. And I've got a few minutes left, so I'm going to go to my buddy. Is it Brett from Australia? Good day, mate. How are you? Hey. Good day, mate. How you doing? I'm wonderful. I'm glad <laughs> to hear from you. We've only got a few minutes left in the show, but I had to make some time for you, my friend. What's going well, on down, down under? Well, that's okay. Ah, look, down under, Tommy Robinson is coming to Australia. Uh, The founder of the Proud Boys, um, Gavin uh, McGuinness is coming to Australia. So he's starting to wake up. We're all waking up. And this is what we do. And you know what? The rest, if you don't like what we do and you want to call us racist, you want to use your labels and everything else, you know what? Hey, take a ticket and get a cue. Because we're real. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me ask you this question. Does Australia have a policy to sure. where if somebody shows up illegally? I'm not sure what y'all's immigration policies are, but I don't think Australia allows it to where somebody can just show no, up, crawl up no. on the beach, have a baby, and suddenly that no. child is an Australian citizen, correct? Uh, no, we don't have that because we're going to take your ass and we're going to put you on an island because you didn't come here legally. In fact, I, Australia does. Right. And, and we're, we're condoned. By the UN. The UN thinks that we're really bad, but what the UN does in the background is fill my country with so-called legal immigrants that are all Muslim. All Muslim. All belong to Islam. And this is a Western uh, Christian nation. This is what they do to us. So, and then we're going to be accepting. We're going to be this, you know, at the end of the day, I'll tell you what, everybody don't pay taxes because are you getting are you getting the fruits of your labor? Are you getting what you're sweating for? Are you getting what makes your family safe? Well, that's a great question because – I, I'm sorry, friend. We, we've, we're running so short on time. I had to jump in there because that's really why the American people finally in 2016 went to an outsider because the Republican Party here in the United yeah. States have been promising to seal the border because the expense to us for the, it's breaking the backs of the American taxpayer to have to support financially all these people that are stealing from us because when you break into this country illegally especially if you do it in the course of having babies you are stealing from us because they're getting yeah. they're getting entitlement welfare programs that they don't deserve it is theft it is grand theft it's, hey, it's hey, it, how many wives ask yourself this how many wives how many kids you know islam's acceptable they can have to four wives and all the rest of it, which is going to bleed our, our welfare system dry they're going to bleed us dry that's Look, what happened in Europe. Day, England's going. Uh, England's going through it. Australia is going through it. America is going through it. But and I keep saying this, Woody, and I'm I, I'm going to let you go because I know you're limited for time. America is a foundation on a free world, not globalism. A free world, and we all, Australia, England, 
every other country in the world. We have to make America great again. If we don't, we're stuffed. That's the, I, that's, nowhere else to go. That's right. I'm so glad you said that, Brett, because the thing is, what people don't understand is that they want to push to allow for us to have open borders and bring in millions and millions of people who have no education, no skills, no ability to support themselves. And then it, it will destroy us economically. And then we won't be able to be the force anymore to provide the greatest amount of humanitarian aid as well as military to save everybody. We won't be allowed to do it anymore. Got to leave it there, Brett. Thank you so much for calling in. Got a minute left. I got to remind everybody to vote yes on six. It is an repeal the gas tax. The left is lying to you in the state of California in terms of what Prop Six means. It means that it will repeal the gas tax. It doesn't mean that it's going to reverse road repairs or any of that nonsense. You must vote yes on six. As for the other propositions and all the other other things on the ballot, please go to SanDiegoRepublicans.org and you can find out who all the candidates are. You know, I talked a lot about Camp and Ajar last. Last night, I got some emails from some people that really appreciated my comments about him. Support Duncan Hunter. Support Diane Harkey. We must do everything that we can to get as many Republicans elected as possible. And we're going to be on election night. We're going to be down at Golden Hall here in San Diego from 6 to 11 p.m. My brother Ed Martin is going to be here with me. Hope you're going to join us there. And I hope you're going to join me right here tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. Love you all. Have a great night. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flint with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com